When I'm out this week uh, getting the podcast ready for you guys and I've met up with James Cathcart. Now James has actually come to start working with us here in Sanctuary First and I'm delighted that he's joined our team and uh, he's been making quite a few contributions to the the whole uh, Sanctuary First experience. Uh, those of you who are maybe watching the the film that was produced for Christmas. Um, the, what's the title? Share again? the gift. Share the gift. Hashtag. Hashtag. We're all about gift. our hashtags here yeah. now at Sanctuary First. I, and I hope that you guys enjoyed the little podcast last week where I was uh, uh, doing a wee bit of self-promotion, singing a, <laughs> a, a, um, a song and, and also just talking about base camp, which I was doing the prayers last week. Now this week, James is taking on the prayers and we're looking at the foothills. Yes, that's so, right. Those early parts of the journey, perhaps in childhood or at other stages in our life where there's those initial challenges, those things that seem daunting, but they're maybe not so hard at the time, but it's because it's the first thing. It's the first time you're cresting those peaks. Uh -huh. So we start out in the Christian life and we, we move out from the base camp. We're, and we were talking about last week how there are many base camps in our lives. Absolutely. But, but we, we start off at the foothills as we start a beginning, a new beginning, starting something different that we've not experienced before. Um, and, and it can be an experience, but it can be a challenging one for us. So you're going to be writing seven prayers and seven reflections on this this week? Absolutely, and I've been particularly focusing on the childhood aspect um, and thinking back to my own childhood in those moments. Because when I think about foothills, I think about how, you know, as a child, perhaps on a trip to the park and you climb the hill and it's so far and it's so high and you've just yeah. got to go, but then you get to the top and you're back, in, back home in time for tea <laughs> and you've got your fish fingers. And so on one day you can have a family tea and an epic adventure and I think I don't know in our Christian journey I think we can lose that sense of childhood um, because as Jesus says you know we're we're to be like children um, and I think having that kind of open-hearted enthusiasm is really important so it's been interesting for me as we mm. think about journaling the journey and, and we think about journaling and reflecting to reflect on my own life uh -huh. um, and these early adventures um, where you try something out with uh, mixed success. Yeah, yeah it's, that's good. I mean, I was reading your, your, your contribution today and uh, you're talking about the molehill. Yes. And uh, yes. I thought that was quite an interesting kind of idea. But, but, the, the, but you know, I made a comment, you know, on Facebook about it because I was thinking, but is there not a time when if you become so obsessed with the grief of someone else, mm. you can't do anything about it? You yes, know, you're paralysed. Yes, and it's, it's a kind of there's a kind of balance, isn't there? In when we see the needs and the the, the, the passion of a child, but then we've got to have the reality of the adult. How, yeah. how we? Yes, there's that tension, I think, between having that open-hearted uh, childhood sense where you know I was the little child looking at the molehills being kicked to smithereens and just feeling so bad for those little moles having no idea that that's not actually where they lived um, but also having that kind of adult sensibility of, of perhaps being able to see things in a wider context yeah, maybe realize yeah. that you know okay well the moles don't live there but there are other things to worry about and yeah. I think the danger if we become too too adults, too cynical, too world weary, is that we um, detach ourselves from these problems and we don't see them as real things. 
Do you know, just if you're listening, you know, we're, we're, we're actually on the trail. We're not just doing this in a studio. Oh, no. You know, no, no, no. We're, we're on location. Actually on location here. And we're, we're, we're on a journey. You are travelling up the path here. Uh, it's getting steep. Uh, yeah, it's getting steep. Yeah, we're, we're up near Linlithgow, Cockleroy. And uh, we're, we're walking through the foot, foothills, you might say. Absolutely. Not that there are many foothills up here, but never mind. <laughs> I can see a foothill. You can see a foothill. That's well, definitely yes. a foothill. Look how beautiful that is there. Just the sun shining through the trees and it's onto lovely, the and, and the, the leaves there. And that, that browny golden sort of uh, tinge of the light just shining on the path. Beautiful. It's all these really, all these really colours. Nice. It's lovely. I just remember out having a look at these things, just reminded about how wonderful it is to be free to get out and have a walk around and enjoy nature. And, and I suppose that's the wonder of being a child, thinking about that, you know, just stopping and, and looking and seeing. And, you know, I was out with my wee granddaughter recently, she's only just, just not quite two and a half yet, but she's at that stage, she's saying, what's that? What's that? Mm -hmm. You know, and the wonder of it. And uh, explaining to her what something is and and uh, and then how she accepts what you give her is uh, that, that's whether it's true or not she accepts it as true and true because you're an authority figure you're, or you're the authority on it you're the you're the granddad so listen what, what else have you been writing about what other themes have you picked up this week that you think would be interesting that you want to want to just highlight before we bring this to an end ah oh, let me think uh, you're testing me now on um, <laughs> do I remember what I've been working on. Um, well, one of the things that I looked at uh, when thinking about my childhood memories was drama. Drama was a big part of my childhood. My mum ran a drama group and uh, there was lots of um, wee plays and things that we put on. And I think there's something great about drama that's that's good for childhood and something about childhood which is great for drama. You know, mm -hmm. and, and I often think that you know, the way we kids are encouraged. They just love dressing to, up, don't they? Well, that's it. This is, there's like this innate natural instinct to perform. And I think yeah. sometimes we don't do enough to encourage that in children or, or in adults as people grow older. Uh -huh. um, and when you think about how in schools, you know, a lot of kids will play instruments or have a go at sports. Uh -huh. And we're not saying they're all going to be great musicians or great sports people necessarily, but it's, it's giving them um, interesting challenges and things to try. And I think drama could be something um, that could be used more. Uh -huh. and younger life um, as a way of, you know, exploring who you are and... What, what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, I think yeah. just keeping in touch with um, the creative side of yourself, you know, getting involved in um, perhaps a wee bit of drama or a bit of theatre or um, just, you know, channeling that kind of approach in other areas of yeah. your life. Uh -huh. Being enthusiastic and telling jokes, telling stories really, because at the end of the day, drama is about conveying a story and we've all got stories to tell. Absolutely, because do you think about many people will say to you, oh, I'm not a very creative person. I, and it's because they have boxed creativity into a particular area. Definitely. Whereas we need to have this much wider understanding of creativity. And if it's not drama, they might be actually very good at baking cakes and being creative and how they put you know, ingredients together to make a really good cake or Absolutely. to be a cook in some ways, isn't it? And it's like when you've got a wee group of young children and you're saying, right, could you put your hand up if, and they've already got their hands up. They don't know what they're signing up for. They don't know what they're throwing themselves in for, but they want to give it a go and they want to take part. And so I think 
keeping that child alive, that childlike sense of fun and adventure right. and trying different things. So this things. week what we're really saying to, to, our, to our, our, our community, our Sanctuary First community, is this listen, get involved, let the wonder touch you and become, just being touched with the child within you again. Yeah, don't let that child inside of you go. But, but don't become, don't greet, please don't greet. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Um, yeah, let, let the wonder, let the wonder shine out of you this week. Well, look, guys, thanks for listening, and thank you, James, for sharing that. Oh, thanks for taking and, me uh, on this walk. We'll see uh, what, what we can end the podcast with. Who knows, we might be able to find a wee bit of music to okay. just uh, encourage everyone. A wee walking everyone. tune, maybe. A walking tune, maybe, a jig, yes. something like that. And uh, love to hear from you. And remember, guys, uh, have a look at the journaling section of the Sanctuary First webpage because uh, we're looking for more people to start getting involved in journaling and uh, being able to share some of your, your posts on the more general page on journaling, which you'll find on the site shortly if it's not there already. It's a great habit to get into. It is. Great. May God bless and keep you always May your wishes all come true May you always do for others And let others do for you May you build a ladder to the stars And climb on every rung And may you stay
when the winds of change is sheer. May your heart always be joyful, may your song always be sung, and may you stay. Forever young.